This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, league lovers and climate deniers, tyre fitters and baristas, dried fruit wholesalers and space Space researchers. researchers. Australian football codes have guided this great nation through its darkest hour. But now, with soul in the shorts, feeling in the feet and joy in the jumper, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to bludge. Footy mad Aussies, pull them up and pack them down for another blast of bludging on the blind side. With the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the man who never lets them get away, H.G. Nelson. Hook another lucky trout, H.G. Yes, uh, TF Mark Cedric has been Sampaio torching the blindside blue paper once again. That's the hypersonic power, the brilliant audacity, the kick in the gut style of the sumster camped in the bludging in the blindside soundproof cape here at ABC Grandstand HQ. Australia, welcome to the bludge. This is H.G. Norson opening the dig for another set. What a week. Ho, ho, ho. What an incredible week. A week when too much point is barely enough. Welcome to our Anzac Day super special and a bumper weekend of rugby league. This year, our special highlighting the magnificent work of the second sixth field ambulance and uh, highlighting also another cookbook that we put out in time for Anzac Day, uh, A Dozen Dinners You Can Do in a Dixie. It's a new bludge cookbook uh, that gives you a real idea of how our digs survived on the front line in the theatres of war since about the Boer War, which might have been 1905. I might be wrong about that. Anyway, all that's ahead of us. Now, many blindsiders, incidentally, have asked uh, for an update on the great work of our charity partners, the Blinkered Knights of Balaclava. This year... The Knights are working with bowel cancer community, with the bowel cancer community, to highlight a greater awareness of this backdoor killer. The dump malady is now second biggest killer in our cancer top ten. More on how you can get involved later in the show. Look, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. We'll run you through the, the tricks of the trade and you'll be laughing once you get that thumbs up on the report. Now, a couple of highlights to get us rolling, though. Has NASA created a software that can eradicate the forward pass from rugby league? I understand it's a spin-off of Mars Orbiter Space Technology and will bring certainty at last to the greatest game of all. This is a disturbing development. The Big Dance is a new multi-million dollar horse race set down for Cup Day. I think Cup Day this year, this Melbourne Cup Day, is 1st of November. Now, I'm struggling with the name, The Big Dance... I'm really struggling with the name of the big dance. I blame Valentis, who's wearing two hats here. He's wearing a hat for, obviously, racing, New South Wales, and also rugby league, and I don't like this cross-pollination one little bit. I've always connected the name, the big dance, with the rugby league at the highest level, i.e. the grand final on that uh, first Sunday in October. The big dance is just one of the topics that will be tackled in this week's pilot of Eye of the Storm with Cam Smith. Others include, can West Tigers make the eight? Remember last week, uh, they won a magnificent game against the high-flying Parramatta Reels by a point. And I'm now very bullish on what's going on in Tiger Town. 
Uh, and uh, after last weekend's Easter miracle, are the eels history? That's the corollary of that. Gee, they'll hoe in hard on that. The uh, if I know the eye of the storm crew. Special guest joining Cam on the set of your scrum on the day bed of dump on the futon of football uh, for this live pilot. Remember, it's a live pilot. Uh, include Andre Ponga. Yes, Kalen's dad is in, and the two stars of Tiger Town Easter miracle, Alex Twal and Jackson's Hastings, plus Bruce Brothers, Jack Zach Lomax and Tyson Frizzell, and they'll be restaging their post. Uh, try celebration for the uh, for the audience uh, in person. Now, the iLab, as part of the Eye of the Storm, unpacks the Redcliffe Dolphins Centre of Rugby League Excellence and Resilience. This is a uh, top of the Morrison agenda for a second term in rugby league. The tune, $23 billion. The Bludge hopes they're not cutting corners uh, and going for cheap options with that price tag. Seems to be a bit on the cheap size and certainly has the sound of a Dodgy Brothers wheeze, for those familiar with the great work of the Dodgy Brothers. This I pilot will be recorded before a live audience. If you want to get involved, just get on to Sneesby at nine for a couple of seats on the aisle. You can't go wrong with Sneesby. Now, AFL, a game in existential crisis. Not my words. Uh just the words of those who are very close to the problems of AFL. This is not time to be moving the murderer on, I'm thinking. Uh, there's so much work to be done here. Is the game now really begging to be put out of its misery? There's one bloke who knows how to do it. He's got a bloodstained putty knife in the hip pocket and once he gets to work, they'll see the feathers fly. Now, umpiring issues are white-anting this great code and dominating the national and, in fact, the bludge conversation. Does putting the arms out as a gesture of frustration with the umpire's decision, warrant a 50-metre penalty. That's the topic. That's the nub of it at the moment. But is it the event that immediately precedes the arms floating skywards, the one that causes all the trouble, i.e. what's holding the ball anymore, what's pushing the back anymore, etc. The list goes on. Boxing, and did you see there's a Rafa Hardman weigh-in? It was worth the price of admission. It was just incredible. One of the best. And boxing, God, it's going through a golden era again, isn't it? And the real... Uh, thing with uh, Zarafa winning, uh, and in the real thing, should I say, actually the bout upstairs as in later in the day, uh, Zarafa won in, with a two-round stoppage or a stoppage in round two. And now is Zoo, this is a shock here and I'm breaking it first, on the bludge, is Zoo back in Zarafa's sights? That's an incredible development in the boxing world. It's funny how these things go. Zarafa obviously had Zoo in his sights, then he didn't. Now it's back in. It's just incredible. Racing and two great initiatives from the world of racing. In good news, the Bludge had a long chat with uh, Rugby League Supremo Peter Valentis this week in a wide-ranging face-to-face uh, that lasted the best part of 75 seconds. The Man of Feathers claimed the concept of all bets made in bricks and mortar TABs being tax deductible or refunded on the day for a 12-month period was, wait for it, the most exciting concept, that's his words, the most exciting concept he'd encountered 50 in 50 years of sports administration. He took the punting, uh, well, he said he'd take punting to the Neds level, obviously, and uh, like our very own professor of the punt, Roy Slavin, feathers costed the exercise at somewhere between $2.9 billion and $189 billion. But Volanders knew it would save the TAB. He said he would bring it up with uh, Minister of Sport, Big Dickie Colbeck, in his regular morning uh, phone powwow and get it on the 2022 election agenda. And not before time, as I understand News Corp's Rupert bet, the punting monolith that is now lurking in the wings and ready to take over the world, well, they're really 
going to throw down the gauntlet to uh, operations like the TAB in uh, Australia. Anyway, Rupert Beck will take punting uh, into outer space and reduce the TAB bricks and mortar operation to rubble. That's my understanding. Their aim is to reduce it to rubble. And wait for this, still with racing. Elsewhere, John Singo Singleton. I don't know if many people would remember John Singo Singleton, a big figure in racing and football for many, many decades. Very QT recently. Anyway, he's back and he's gone trot crazy. That's right, he's trot crazy. He wants to get a horse that can win the Eureka at Tabcourt Pat Menangle on September the 2nd, 2023. He's planning ahead. I mean, that's over 18 months away. Singo and the trots, it's a very, very tight fit. And he thinks that he can get a whole new generation, as in the under fives, punting on the harness racing caper, because with the word trots, you're talking to kids. Uh, F1 fallout. Uh, after his DNF in Melbourne, Max Verstappen has been described by none other than the, the Red Bull crew boss, Helmut Marco, as a time bomb. That's Helmut's view, a time bomb. Don't like the sound of this. Aussies fired up by the promise of Australia. It's tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the solidly backed up storage of the week's sporting action. Remember to step up and have a go to get a go. And if you've got something already, then get in the back of the queue for another go. That's the Australian way. And if the PM has taught me anything in the election already, we're going to get even more goes in the future. Now, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf for another week, it's time to ask the man who gave the world the voice of hope. The Voice of Hope, he's going to step up to the mic and have another spray. That's right, league lovers, get a grip because the Voice of Hope is only heard right here on Bludging on the Blind Side. The voice belongs to rampaging Roy Slavin. Roy, happy rugby league. Can we get the bludging bunny in motion for another week simply by asking what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Fully sick, sober dude. Yes, happy, happy rugby league, HG, happy, happy rugby league, Australia. Uh, still no announcement concerning a start date for the Eye of the Storm. Um, no. Could I suggest Sneesby is asleep at the wheel? Oui. And there's a lot of people asleep at the wheel at the moment, and he's certainly one of them. The only decision that he has made, I know he's still taking soundings, you know. Feet under the feet table. Feet under the table, under the desk, for the, just for a couple of months. I know it's, you know, early days in the rain of the sneeze. Um, the only decision he's made is to remove Joey Johns from the commentator's box and put him on the sideline. Now, this is a shocking development. Um, what we need these days is people of the calibre of Joey Johns to explain what's going on. I know. He knows, he, he can see what's going on. He sees things others don't. That's why he's an expert. He knows what he's bloody talking about. He's replaced uh, Peter Sterling. Peter Sterling had a very similar quality. He did. He could dissect what went wrong Bodies in motion, what bodies were in motion, what was doing what, who was doing what, what heads were being pulled out of the time was scored. So now he's just reduced to being a sideline eye. I don't know. Who's he replaced on the sideline? Some big name? I don't like, know. Like, was it I Fre- really do Freddy? not know. Was it Freddie down there in the Freddie was sometimes, yeah, Freddie can sometimes, Freddie's not a bad sideline eye. No. He knows where that, he is. He knows where he is. He knows where the, where the sideline is. He can talk about the lawn, the grass, all of that. That's mm. great. But when it comes to analysis. Quality. Quality. Quality analysis. So I don't know what I don't know what's happened between Joey Johns and Sneesby. There's been a falling out. Mm-hmm. Could I suggest the peace pipe be smoked mm-hmm. for the benefit of the rugby league public? Mm. For God's sake, put the public first. Mm. Are you listening, Sneesby? Have you spoken to Valandis about this? No. Is Valandis outraged by it? He is. Yeah. He's just concerned. Now, does the Storwell gift has a, have a sponsor? Probably does, I don't know. A commercial sponsor? 
should it be televised free to air or is it? And I'm just missing it. Um, it seems to me, you know, that the old Storwell gift has been part of our texture of our culture for so long. Texture, I like the use of that word. Yes, it has been, it has been. But can't, can, can more, more be made of it? Well, that's why I asked you this off air. Yes, I know, I know. I, I don't know where the money comes from. I, I think the uh, the uh, Victorian government put $20 million in a year, something like that, I think, um, because I think the original, you know, I think it was based on uh, a bit of gold that had been discovered in the area. It was a, it was a gold thing. Mm-hmm. And so gold might have been given to the, but I assume there's no gold left to give to the no. winner. No. It's got to be cash. Yeah. Where's the cash come from? Uh, there was pressure at one stage to relocate the stall gift to uh, Bendigo, I think, might have put their hands up uh, and uh, offered, you know, several million for it to be staged there. The state government stepped in and said, no, well, we'll give you the millions to stay, keep Install. the stall gift where it is. Install where it should be. I mean, it's hardly the stall gift. It's in Bendigo. Can um, I ask, should there be other activities around it? Other, I mean, well, I'm, I assume there are activities, other well, activities around it. There, there are quite a few races. They're all yeah, short no. distance. Yeah, they but are. But the gift itself is just the one particular... Event. Yes, yeah. which, which is unusual because it's handicapped. But if you had... Which uh, worries me because it means that runners aren't going to be running at their best in the qualifications so that they get a you know, very small handicap and then bung it on and put on the afterburners on the day. I know, I that, And that's been going on for years. Yeah. No doubt. That, that, that's the way the gift goes. Well. I, I'm fine with that. But we need more analysis. You know, a lot of these people, the, 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 runners turn up. I've never heard of them. What's their background? What's their story? Uh, what's their story? You know, but, there's a great opportunity there because I think there's a hell of a lot of public interest in the gift, but always after the event because yeah. we missed it. <laughs> what I was trying to get to was something that drew public to it. Yes. As in, I mean, just talking with some sort of, I don't know, Woodstock-style event. Woodstock, you know. yes. Well, why not? Have, have a, some sort of blues festival. Well, blues festival and the A blues gift. and roots and uh, uh, gift. Uh, book festival. Oh, uh, book. Hang yeah. on a minute. Well, yeah. yeah. Grasping no. at straws. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ash Barty is to play in a Legends Golf event in June. This is a very good idea, I think. Uh, Although she's being a little bit coy here, I don't think she's utterly committed to uh, any particular golf tour. Uh, I'm pretty sure she hasn't spoken to the Shark, for example, or or the PGA. Now, Um, would this be four days of golf? I believe you know, four so. Rounds yes, of golf. I, I believe a so. Professional, yeah. it is. I think shotgun start. All of yeah, that. shotgun start. Yeah, good. All of that. All of that. Ambrose. Uh, oh, is it Ambrose? Oh, I just made that up. Well, huh? now uh, I, I agree with you. The Zarafa Hardman fight was fantastic. Uh, t- just two rounds, but oh so special. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly how I saw two it. Two special rounds. Uh, Hardman was very honest at the end uh, when he simply said, "Well, he punched me head in, but that's boxing." <laughs> well, it is. It is. He's right on both counts, eh? He did get his head punched in. And it'd be. And it'd be. <laughs> it was boxing. Um, now, Zarafa's now going to meet uh, Esquiva Falcao for the IBF middleweight belt, which is great. Now, I think that'll be in a, well, two months or so. Now, speaking of boxing, there was a rumour that Joe Bugner had disappeared. Uh, Joe has been found. <laughs> Uh, which is good. He's uh, very, very comfortable in a retirement village on the Gold Coast, happy as. 
apparently. Happy hours. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to speak with him, but I've spoken to many who have, and they said he's very happy to entertain, talk, and stories. Uh, lots of stories about yes. great fights he had. Remember, he, he fought Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you forget that. You forget that. Ten yeah. rounds. He lasted yeah. the ten rounds. ten rounds. And Muhammad Ali had a lot of respect for Joe. Yeah. And can I say, we've had a lot to do with Joe over the years. He's always been a very uh, entertaining, consistent fellow. He came up with great ideas. Great ideas. A great actor. Great actor. His uh, Opal Johnny Fitzgerald is... In Still the Sherman Mountain one of, Mystery? One of the, yeah, one of the great... Oh, Sherman Mountain Mystery was a great performance as well. Oh, sorry, I've jumped uh, films. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. That's yeah. right. Yep. Opal, Johnny Fitzgerald, yeah. that's right. How can I but I'll tell you what, who is missing, which is dis disturbing, genuinely missing, Nathan Tinkler. The what? The former owner of the, the uh, Newcastle, Newcastle Knights. No, sorry, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's missing, disappeared. So if anyone's seen Nathan, um, let someone know. That he's okay. How did you pick up that intelligence? Just from your contacts in Nukes? Yeah, no, I read this in a newspaper, HG. I read this in a newspaper, so it must be true. It, uh, I think it was following up on the story of Joe Bugner being missing, you know. And, and so there was the, the journalist posed, well, I wonder who else is missing. Yeah, and well, then oh, what fell in? Well, what fell out? Nathan Tinkler. Gee, that's a sad development, though, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. You could be looking at a spate of missing... Yeah, missing mm. people. Mm. Well, people go missing all the time. Oh, I know they, that. They, but they I mean, do. I mean, the police have, you know, got their hands, hands full. full with missing people. I don't know how many police are following up, uh, the know, looking for the tink. I don't know. Now, the duel in the pool, Australia versus the USA at Homebush in August, cannot wait. Mm. Cannot mm. wait. Mm. Remember the smashing guitars and the, oh, all of that? So many memories coming back, yeah. flooding back. I know, I know. It's always, it's always enjoyable. And I'd ask people to get involved, get your tickets, get along, put some bets on and uh, support the Australians. <laughs> support the Australians. Because while we, we, you know, we sort of don't mind Americans, you know, if they're, you know, if they're not in mass, you know, just one or two at a time. They're sort of bearable, um, but we don't like them in the pool. We don't like them when they're wet. No. We boo them when they're wet, so bear that in mind. Now, Brazil to meet Argentina at the MCG in June. Why? Why? Why the bloody hell would anyone want to go and see that? Mm. Why? Mm. Well, a few might, and I, it seems to me, why, why have it at the MCG? Why not? It's a great opportunity to take the game somewhere like Shepparton. Or Stall. Well, stall, yes, but but, but Shepparton, you know, oh, they, they've Shepparton. got those great oh, yeah, no, facilities for the Commonwealth Games. I know where you're going with that, Commonwealth Games. Yes. Yeah, snubbed. Snubbed for the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Was their idea. Yeah. Well, why not give them this bloody game? And it must irk them that Swan Hill and Omeo have got their games that were down for them or the competition that's right. that that's down right. for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Gippsland and bloody oh, uh, Bendigo, else. Ballarat, yeah. all that. Everyone Bendigo, winners. Except. But poor old Shepparton. Mm. Well, I would like to see this match... Brazil meet Argentina at Shepparton. And I tell you what, if they shift it to Shepparton, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, now, the Sharks Saudi Alternative Golf Tour announces Robert Garrios has signed up. Robert Garrios. You might recall, I know a lot of people are leaning forward thinking, yeah, where do I know that name from? Well, I'll tell you. He won the Children's Miracle Network Classic in Orlando in 2010. He did. So he's uh, he's no bunny and he's coming out of retirement uh, to join the uh, the shark. Entourage. 
Yeah, the shark circuit. Um, I've got a feeling probably Hensby will put his hand up, one yeah. or two will. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a very, very big prize money. The shark's talking about something like $350 million prize money for the winner. So that is uh, – that's a lure, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And the shark said, I, I don't care who wins it. It could be someone 4,000th in the world, but it's going to change their lives and their families. It's going to is be that really the good. Shark position? That's the shark position. Are you expecting people like Sergio Garcia to come back or the Big Easy? Yeah, I think Ernie Sergio Earls might have come across. Yeah, I think yeah, he, he might, he be, might in be in trouble. Yeah, I think. But Big Ernie Els, he can still swing. Yeah. People would love to see Big Ernie out there. Uh, and see, once you get names like Hensby, Els, and. Uh, Garios. Garios. It starts to make sense. Starts to look, you know. Plausible. The PGA must be starting. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Now. And the and other shark news. I don't know if you want to talk about it now or well, would, later. Yeah, but uh, there's talk of shark coming out of retirement to play the British Open. I know, I know. There's this... a lot of people would love to see the shark go around. Uh, it's it, at the 150th. It's the 150th. And, yes. Uh, he's always had a great affection for St Andrews. He's won it Love, twice. Won it twice. He yes. loves the atmosphere there, the yes. course. He loves every hole. Yes. Every approach shot. And they love him. They do. That's the thing you forget. They love him. They'd yeah. love to see Jeff. Now I have a think... problem getting there. There might be a few. I think there was a cut-off mark of the age of 60 for former champions, but they allowed Tom Watson to play a couple of years ago when he was 65, so they might allow Shark to play, being a former winner, even at the age of 67. And honestly, I think he's hit the ball better than he was in his heyday. That's a big call. Yeah, and he's fitter now than he was. Oh, much fitter. Well, because we've seen all those photographs of Shark in in the bath, you know, in the shower, in the nude, on the beach, in the nude. Looks great. Yeah, I know. Fit as. Club in hand, he looks even better. Look, I haven't seen him with a club in hand, but I can imagine it. I've seen him with other things in hand. No, of course. In the nude. Yeah, in the nude. Club-like. Yeah. (laughs) Looks great. (laughs) Rugby league, yes, of course, the Tiger miracle. I mean, there is a heart there. Madge is... He's found the key to unlock their spirit, hasn't he? I know. It was just remarkable. The key was was always there. It was just finding the lock. He found it. He found it. And, and I tell you what, there was such a sign of just relief across the whole rugby league world to have uh, the West Tigers back. He must have been phoned up by people from all over all the world. All over the world. He would have been. Just, he would have just, just messages of congratulations. Yeah. Well done. You've turned them around. Well done. Well done. Yeah. And this in a week where, unfortunately, somebody took a photograph of uh, bunting or hoarding that was put up on the Balmain Oval. Oh, yes. Concerning... Leichhardt Oval, yes. Leichhardt Oval, concerning... Uh, if you want to get involved with sport, find your local AFL club. Oh, bloody hell, I hate that. I know. There should be a law against should, that sort of thing. There should, should I mean, be a have, law against that. They have that with election posters. Why yes, they, they do. That, why haven't they got that with sporting posters? Yes, because it's offensive. Offensive, yeah. In it, the wrong it, place. It at is the wrong offensive. Time. Mm. I mean, no, it might be a little bit different if, uh, you know, the GW, the, 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 the Giants, if Could they were win. performing. No, but they're not. No, they're not. They're not. At they're the not. moment, they're rubbish. Mm. Mm. You've got to say. They're, they're absolutely rubbish. I bet that wasn't on the sign. What is it? No. And the grub last night came back and did nothing as nearly as I can tell. Right. Grub Green. Grub Green, He yeah. couldn't turn him around, no. No. Oh, well, he's probably out of form. Now, Caelan Ponga, to stay at Newcastle, has been poorly handled, this, hasn't it? I mean, I'm relieved, as is all, all Novocastrians. Oh, yeah. I mean, throughout the valley, you could hear the bells ringing when uh, it was announced that he was staying for another, I think, five years. I think five years, w- yeah. Which is... Phew, 
fantastic. I mean, they can really, a lifetime in rugby league. Well, it is. It is, and they, it gives them a solid base it does. upon which they can build a team. People they can thinking, build a team around someone like Callum Ponga. They can. Yeah, they think they, they might win a flag with him. They might. They could win a flag with him. They certainly couldn't win a flag without him. <laughs> I don't think. Um, no, but it was poorly handled, and I, I, I believe the the, the 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 handling was affected by. Uh, it might be his father, might Andre. have been ha- handling Andre, the... Yeah. Uh, very hands-on. Very hands-on, hand two hands-on, hand. hands mm. and uh, was making stipulations that they would not accept. Oh, no, fair enough. Uh, well, they're a rugby league. They're a rugby league. They're a professional. Professional. They're a professional. That's right. You know, he should, be, he should have been represented by a professional, not by his dad, because it always goes wobbly mm-hmm. when close relatives get yeah. involved. Now, just finally, as she should taunting be banned? in rugby league. There's been a lot of taunting going on. You'll have to give me an example? Ah, uh, well... That's not abuse. Well, I think um, in a match last week, uh, a try was scored and uh, one play, one St George player, it might have been, uh, grabbed one of his opponents and uh, flopped all over him, uh, starting a malay. That wasn't the Lomax Frizzell incident. I think it was the Lomax Frizzell incident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there have been calls now that that, there are teams that are known to be taunters. (laughs) Um, At the moment, uh, I think Penrith are the number one taunting team. Right. A storm can sometimes taunt. Yeah. uh, And it really gets up the nose, especially, you know, if you're flogging someone 40 nil and you taunt them as well. I know. Things can get out of hand. Pretty quickly. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good, how, what. Rugby league IQ you've got. There is a snapping point. There is a breaking point, isn't there? <laughs> there, is. there is. There is. You can only be taunted so far. Mm-hmm. Now I know most rugby league players know the line. You know you can taunt up to this point, but then you've got to back off. They're very but others don't. Like that. No, that's true. Others don't. No, that's true. And it only, only takes someone who's not taunt compliant to go over the line and start a melee. Now, can I ask? Now, something? do we want melees in the game? That's what we're going to ask ourselves. Well, a lot of people love a melee. Yeah. A lot of people don't. No. Uh, parents with kids wanting to play rugby league, they don't seem to like melees so much. And I don't know if taunting's going on in schools. I hope not. Can I ask whether we're just changing the language here, that uh, mm-hmm. in the past we would have called it abuse and we didn't abuse. like abuse, but now yeah. we're calling it taunting, so it's okay because no one's got into the rule book and mm. weeded out the idea that taunting shouldn't be allowed. Yes, yes. Well, well, look, the, the word, you can look at any rugby league rule book the word taunting doesn't appear. No, that's what I mean. Yes, doesn't appear. But being offensive doesn't appear either, unless you're in attack. In that sense, you no, can no, be, I get you. you know, I you can be offensive. offensive. No, pretty offensive in the first yes, half. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Like, mm. Anyway, that issue is just waiting there to, uh, for either everyone storm. to discuss. Either and storm. I would love to see it raised by Cam on either storm should sneeze me, leave the office... And make some decisions. Make of that what you will. Australians, rugby league crime is at pandemic proportions. Referees and officials can't see everything, but together we can. If you see rugby league crime, then as an Australian, do your duty and report it to Bludging on the Blind Side. Text us on 0467 920 222. Before we go on with Bludging on the Blind Side, Roy, you've got an update on sponsorship and the stall gift. 
Uh, yes, it's uh, PowerCore is the sponsor, HG. They, they are uh, an electricity firm that supply, I think, uh, or distribute uh, a lot of electricity through the Victorian area. area. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like Channel 7 was the sponsor as well, which means it was probably on Channel 7, but could I suggest it was poorly promoted? Well, you see, they needed to get somebody like Haim out there at Stall. Well, Haim uh, might have been there. Yeah, I know. But we, if you're relying on Haim to promote it... Yeah, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Yeah, true. You've got to get a heavy hitter. You'd have to get Basil involved, would you? Basil or BT or somebody like Basil, that. Basil, BT and Bruce. Because the old fashioned... With Haim down yeah, on down the sideline. Yeah, that's you know, right. Hey, you seen it down there, yeah, Haim? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're ready. Thanks, yeah. Haim. Can I ask, do you think the whole thing needs to be updated a bit, yes. though? The running between the ropes and the... Uh, oh, look, I don't mind all of that. I don't mind it. It's got a sort of homespun... Yeah, it does have it's a It's the way it used to be sort yeah. of feel about it. Yeah. It's, it's a field of dreams sort of thing, isn't it? No, that's true. I hadn't thought of it quite like that. Yeah. But maybe that's what needs to be plugged. The yes. field of dreams, the stall gift. The stall gift. 350 million available. Yes, and really world. build it up. You're right. You know, have have your blues festival, have your, your literary festival as well, if you wish, um, and uh, have, uh, you know, Bruce and Basil and co. Yeah, they're You're in the area the for the first few days and really talk it up. Mm. Uh, have an interview with each of the contestants. You know, where are you from? Yeah, how you been running? Yeah, what's your handicap? Have you ever done a handicap race? What's it? You, you've got to run uphill a bit, haven't you? Have you ever done that before? Nah, it's all new to me. Hey, what do you think? Yeah, how's the hill looking? Yeah, it's all right. You know what I mean? There's a real show there. there. I know. And previous winners. Previous winners. Mm. And, and maybe they have a funny race as well. You know, Yeah, sort sure, of why like, not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? A race for superheroes or something like that? I don't know. And then someone with some expert, Matt Shervington. I don't know if Matt's run it or not. No. Does he appear on Channel 7? I I think think he's with 9. Oh, he's with 9. I don't quote me on that. I could be miles wrong with that. Okay. But but anyway. Yeah, there's a lot to be... There's a lot to be... Mm. And should we have a build-up, find out how all these people arrived at stall, as in, uh, you know, they may have won the, uh, I don't know, the Yachuca... Yes. 1,000. Yep, sure. Uh, maybe sure. out to as far as the Mildura 200 sure. or whatever, 200 sure, is, sure, sure, 200 sure, sure. metres. So. Yeah, yeah, why and, not? And then, and then taking all those races on board with the, and I dare I use it, the big dance yeah. install on uh, that Easter Monday. And have a market framed. Yeah, true. Well, they bet so on it. So kids much, can yeah, kids say, can. Dad, can we put some money on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie Smith. Yeah. Mm. Now, just going on and swapping back to rugby league, mm. Uh, a senior writer with the Sneesby paper this week said, and this is our quote, the problem with rugby league is you need to assume everyone is telling you a lie. Really? <clears throat> Even those you trust the most because most of the time they are. Wow. Now, that's a senior writer with the Sneesby papers. Yeah. Comes out and opens his article about, you know, well, Braith and, you know, yeah. Munster and so on, the problems they've got with signing deals and so on. Right. With that. So yeah. I'll read it to you again. The problem yeah. with rugby league yeah. is you need to assume everyone is telling you a lie, even those you trust the most, because most of the time they are. Can I say that the bludging on the blind side puts herself aside from that mm. particular all-inclusive rave yes. and suggests not only do we call it as we see it, yeah. we haven't lied to the Australian public in no. many decades of broadcasting this program and others we've been associated with. I think that's true. I I think what is happening, HG, is that a lot of people in rugby league these days feel as if they're walking on eggshells. They're not game to say what they know, think and feel in case they might offend someone. Yeah. 
Now, this is rampant, I think, at the moment. Mercifully, you and I and a few others, just a handful, have been prepared to say, well, no, bugger it. Mm. This is what's happening. This is as we see it. You know? Like it or lump it. Like it or lump it. Yeah, go and, do, go and listen to those who lie if yes, you want the other view. If you, if you want the other view, yeah. yes. Now, I, I take your point entirely in walking on eggshells. I was walking on eggshells when I when I introduced this topic. Yes, I know I you mean, were. I mean, that's how bad it was because I No expect, one else would have introduced I, I, I that topic. Go, no. You won't get a topic like that with, you know, the you have the others, yeah, your yeah. commercial programs, because yeah. they're just spouting lies. <laughs> so I'm expecting a pile on. I don't resile from a pile-on. No. I don't resile from well, what I'm I've said. I'm happy to have a pile-on. <laughs> Come <gets>. on! <laughs> Taunt me! <laughs> the Payne Haas Art Prize for the best portrait of a player or TikTok effort with rugby league theme is on again in 2022. $250,000 is up for grabs in the Haas, the richest rugby league art prize in the world. Have a crack at the Haas, lodges. Now, should this be something put on every article about rugby league? Mm. The following is a guess at the truth. Yep. Yeah. I'm walking on eggshells here because I know people have lied to me about this. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll come to it. Could I've, that be why Joey Johns has been taken out of the commentary I, box and put on the sideline because well, he, he's been telling the truth? He has been telling the truth. Fact. I know that for a fact. And he's not a person who likes walking on eggshells. No. No, that's true. That's true. Now, so we come to this issue of the week, which is without doubt, and I've got to be honest here, I've got to say this truthfully, this issue always emerges about this time and nothing, nobody does nothing about it. Mm. And this is, of course, the idea that we relocate a match to America, a match of, for rugby league points to America. Right, yes. So this year. It's an exciting prospect though, isn't it? It is. Oh, it's, it's, because we know the, the Americans would love it. That's the thing is they would love. They would be do you know what, astonished know, by rugby league. Do you know what they love is the taunting yes. and the honesty. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're the two things they love they about do. it. You know, it's all very well. And no helmets and shoulder pads. Well, I know. That's, 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 that's given. That's given. They've seen all that. They know about it. What they don't know about is the honesty and the taunting. Which, anyway, having said that, Manly owner Scott Penn wants the NRL to ride on the back of the momentum from the NFL Super Bowl. Yes. Urging governing body to make round zero a regular fixture in rugby league calendar as part of the push into North America. Good. So you get the idea is Super Bowl. Yes. I think usually about the end of January. Yes. About Australia Day, yeah, maybe wrong about that. Mm-hmm. So the n- next thing that the Americans have got look- to look forward to mm. is why not, I, I mean, I know we're talking, and we've got to be honest here, we're talking about Manly and South. Yes. But maybe it's the top of the table clash, a repeat of last year's grand final. Or Why something not a like whole that. magic round in the United States? Exactly. I didn't want to go off half cocked yeah, on right. that because I know that's your thinking. Yes. And I know in the past you've made a chart mm-hmm. not only featuring the matches, mm-hmm. but where these matches will be played. That's right. And it's exciting. Yes. And I've got to be honest here is mm-hmm. I think the people of Denver want a bit of honesty. Mm-hmm. They want to see some old fashioned taunting yes. and they want rugby league. Yes. That's my feeling. Sure. And I've got to be here, honestly, I haven't got a clue whether they do or they don't, but that's my honest gut feeling is that people in Denver... You're calling it as it is. Exactly. You're not walking on eggshells. I'm not. Now, the people of Denver would fall under the dizzying spell of rugby league. And it's not, no, that's not a lie. And, 
And it's, the people of Salt Lake City are going to fall in love with the storm. I know. And it's got nothing to do with the fact they don't have helmets and shoulder no, pads. No. It's the honesty. It's, it's the honesty. The... It's the beauty of the game. It's exactly. natural beauty. Right. Now, the Nine newspaper, that's Sneesby's paper, mm. revealed last weekend the NRL have revived plans to take the premiership game to the United States as early as next year. Good. The concept is being pushed by Penn. This is Scott Penn, who owns the Manly Operation, Manly, yeah. who lives in New York City for most of the year, uh, and he thinks the Seagulls and the Rabbits, mm-hmm. that's the South Sydney Rabbits, being touted as the team's most likely to feature in the historic event. Right. Now, there have been other matches played in America. This there wouldn't be a first. Yes. But, but there's could, been no follow-up. No follow-up. That's right. Now, can I say that you've hit the nail on the head with this, even this Penn proposal, mm. is they do it once a year and then forget about it. Mm-hmm. Americans think, well, you know, who were you? What did you do? Oh, you yeah. played that there? Oh, okay, isn't that great? Now, Look, now, uh, now Americans the- are stupid, you know. You've, you've got to reinforce the message. You can't just take one game of rugby league there and expect them to fall in. It doesn't work, work that like way. That. No. You've got to hit them again and again yeah. and again to get the message through Yeah. until they start, you know, seeing rugby league as a permanent feature of their landscape. Can I point out, and I don't mean to be unkind of this, remember how we broke and I use that word advisedly yes. because you and I helped, broke rugby league in Melbourne. Yes. We sent every PE teacher a student and a $1,000 cheque. That's right. Now, don't and tell look what me. happened. <laughs> look what happened. Mm. Out of that came the storm. Yeah. Now, can I say that something similar like that is have to go on in America? Oh. We've got to get to schools. Yeah, you've got to get to schools. And I know that it's a very contested space, American schools. They're knocking things on the head. All the, it, it, you know, mass books are not allowed to do this and that. They're not allowed to talk about algebra anymore. They're except, treading on eggshells. Treading on eggshells. Yes. Exactly right. That's right. But, but a, a simple device like Rugby that. Rugby could be a breath of fresh air. Exactly. Give them something to talk about they can be honest about mm. and there's no political divide. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not a Republican thing. It's not a... A Democrat thing, it's not left-wing, right-wing, it's right plumb in the middle. And I, I tell you, what, a little bit of federal funding wouldn't help, wouldn't hurt in this instance. What are you thinking of? I, I'm thinking if the, if the, if the government, well, we've heard nothing from Albo or from the government, from any sports minister, I mean, who is it these days? Dickie Colbeck. Dickie Colbeck. Nothing from Colbeck on maybe, uh, I don't know, 20 or 30 million just to put a bit of seed in, seed money into getting rugby league into America. Uh, I, I would get the, the, the Australian ambassador. He could lobby for the captains if it's going to be South and Mandy as the first game to meet with President Biden. I think Arthur Sinodinas. Biden's a mad sports guy. Arthur Sinodinas, I think, is our, 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 our ambassador there. at the moment. He knows rugby league. He knows rugby league. And I'm sure he'd be able to get access to the White House, get the boys in there to the White House, into the Rose Photo Garden. opportunity. Photo opportunity. Biden would love it. Probably Carmela Harris would go as well. Yeah. Probably the relevant sports people would go as well. It could be a tremendous opportunity. And you know what I get is this... Mitch lot- McConnell, he'd go. <laughs> he'd love his rugby league. If Tell only he knew about it. I And Sinodinus would get him aside. You know, have you seen this? Uh. My God, no helmet. Lodging on the Blind Side is again sponsored by the Queensland Pig Shooting Association, the New South Wales Duck Shooters Confederation, and the Australian Shotgun Museum, Tamora, New South Wales. Yes, now, obviously this story has a long way to go, but I'll give you a flavour of how it's unfolding at the moment. Yes. Uh, Penn believes an NRL game in Los Angeles next year would go close to filling the SoFi Stadium, the home of the Super Bowl, this year. Right. 
Uh, but concerns over the playing on artificial turf. Oh, yes, of course. You know, uh, are likely to force the NRL to look at the 20,000 or 22,000 seat Bank of California. I love the Bank of California Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the 27,000 seat home of LA Galaxy. Right, yes. Now, we've had preliminary discussions and spoken to the US consulate in Sydney and the US, uh, they're very keen Good. to help facilitate it and the... Can I just point out they better start applying for their visas now because that can be a slow process. Sure. Because you've got a lot of people coming from different would backgrounds. Would the players and... need to have a green card, H. Well, this would this would See. be uh, something that Sidonius could Sidonius sort out. Of will have to ease the way. Ease forward. the way, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Now they, they could have ambassadorial status, perhaps. Ah, yes, yes. They could be made ambassadors yeah, for, for five days. For five days, yeah. yeah. Now they're very keen to help facilitate, and the U.S. government has an interest in continuing a strong relation with Australia, yes. there's no better way to do it than through sport. Good, yes. Uh, he says it's, uh, this is... Uh, well, the duel in the pool. Exactly. Yep. Penn thinks it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, obviously, I don't want to repeat the amazing no helmets, pads, it's sure. rubbish. Yep. It's really a, a gladiatorial sport. Now, they do have an opportunity to rope in Hugh Jackman, who's a manly supporter. Is he really? And Good. And as I understand it, Russell Crowe would be prepared, should these teams, Souths and Manly, be the ones chosen? Well, they could appear on your evening shows, your... Uh, oh, your Fox your, After your Dark Your Stephen sort of Colbert's, your oh, true, yes. Bill Maher, okay. th- those sorts of shows, yeah. you know. Yeah, and go on uh, Fox and Friends or whatever Fox it is. Fox and Friends, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, Morning Joe. <laughs> uh, all of those great... Great shows. Yeah, that are really honest. Yes. See, I think that's what they've got Ma- to do. Rachel Maddow, she would love to lock horns with a couple of rugby league yeah. players. And that guy's gone bankrupt. Is it Alex Jones? Oh, yes. Yeah, he'd be terrific. He'd reach, he'd he'd reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so he, uh, he Penn has spoken with Manley's Jackman, mm-hmm. and about the prospect, he, he, the pulling power of obviously Russell Crowe's given. Yes. Uh, he's going to be huge, appealing to the... Uh, Hugh and Russell factor. I didn't realise there was a Hugh and Russell factor in America. Oh, yeah, they're big. Yeah. Oh, they're huge. They're huge stars. I mean, Hugh Jackman, God almighty. Very uh, Broadway, of course. Broadway? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man in the South have been great rivals. They'd be able to – Russell could read the Book of Feuds on, uh, say, Stephen Colbert's show. He'd love that. He would. Very literary. He would. Uh, Both teams are in – And it would be a great opportunity to roll in a bit of footage. Yes, I hadn't thought of yes, that. Yes, so, so a bit of actual play. And they would Snoozeby let the they would, film go? Well, he would, I think it would. Yeah. I, I think if the government, you know, the government... Let on him. Well, they, they pay Channel 9 for the footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, and, and the footage, Roy? As uh, in, yeah, something from uh, any, any, past encounters between uh, Souths yeah, and Manly. True. You know? Well, well there'd be millions of there'd those. There'd be millions of those. Yeah, yeah and a, a tightly edited packages... Package, yes. you know, they'd cut away to the crowd screaming and all of that. They, they'd love it. And people running And then there'd be follow up discussion, you know, like, uh, is that true? They're not, is, I mean, they're not, they haven't got any helmets on. <laughs> you know? Well, both teams are playing incredibly well. Yeah. So it makes sense to take two of the Premier teams to play in the States. I've certainly mentioned it to Hugh, and there's a keenness from him to help out. Now. Uh, yes. Now. Put all that on pause. Okay, so we've got Sinodinus on board, we assume. Is Joe Hockey still over there? No, 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 he's he's come back. back. Oh, he's come back. He's come back, which is more's the pity because he'd know his rugby league. 
so we've got Sinodinus on board, we've got Hugh Jackman, and we've got Russell Crowe. Well, that's not a bad start. Exactly. And if we can get uh, the what's Colbeck? Is that his name? The Colbeck. Uh, the, Colbeck. No, no, the sports. Oh, Dick Colbeck. Yes. Yeah. Look. Well, I've heard nothing from him. We see the difference. Is he asleep at the wheel? Well, he's so connected with aged care, and it may, might not oh, be a Oh, yes, look he's fit distracted for... by that. Yes, yeah. fair enough. Now, look, I think that we have to think a little bit more about how we're going to promote this. Mm. And as we know, with and can I preface my remarks here by saying there's a real Anzac Day waft about this? Yes. Uh, meaning obviously the big day Monday, obviously people doing service and so on and people remembering the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 can I say that I think that uh, the bloke on the sideline, Andrew Joey Johns, yes. uh, has a real, has stumbled on something really excellent here. Mm-hmm. It's to do with a, f- a filmmaker, Emmy-nominated war correspondent Michael Ware. Yes. Michael is one of the gnarliest reporters we've seen. He reports for Time and CNN and his documentaries are world class. He covered the Iraq war and his documentary, Only the Dead, won numerous awards, was nominated for the States uh, and an Emmy and everything he touches is pretty special. So you get the idea where this is coming from. So Michael happens to be from Brisbane, is a mad rugby league. Well, who isn't in Brisbane? Mad rugby league goes without saying. I had a chance meeting with him recently and he explained his idea for the documentary about origin. Documentary. Now, so this is not only do we send the players, but we create this documentary about origin. Okay. I've spent my career as a foreign correspondent living in war zones mm. during some of the most gruesome battles ever to take place. Rugby league may be a sport, but I've seen I've never seen anything like it. Warriors who take to the field during origin. Now, you get where I'm going with this? I do. Rugby league is war. That's how you promote it in America. That's not bad. And so this, I mean, I must that say. That is not bad, H.G. I haven't watched all of Only the Dead, but it's extremely gritty yes. work, yes. as you'd expect. Yes. You know, bombs and sand and people dying and so on. Right. But a behind-the-scenes look at our superstars of origin, the build-up, what it means to the fans, the history of the event. Yeah. And maybe, maybe some biff if it doesn't offend too many people who are walking around treading on eggshells. Yes. I would be a huge selling point in the American market. Now, I'll go further than that. Mm-hmm. I think what we have to do to make it possible for the Americans to understand rugby league and the war comparison is restage one of the great battles mm-hmm. using rugby league players. And this oh, guy filming. What a, what a great idea. Uh, no. This would be a way of promos. Promo, yes, that's right. So you do a promo maybe shot at uh, Guadalcanal. Well, Guadalcanal, certainly. I think and we might have, have to ask the Chinese, but be that as it well, may. Well, well. Yeah, rugby league open stores. Sure, 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 sure. Surely Minister Payne could <laughs> ease the way there. Treading on eggshells. Treading on Well, of course you'd be treading. Yeah, no, but no, but no. being a foreign minister is about treading on eggshells. <laughs> that's, the, that's the job. The nature of the gig. <laughs> it is, sadly. Um, but but I'm, I'm sure the way could be smooth. Guadalcanal, that's a great idea. And so you'd have uh, the rugby league players... Dressed. dressed in battle fatigues. Battle fatigues, tin hats. Tin or hats, all of that. Guns, yeah. the whole thing. Well, maybe and no hats to reinforce the no helmet. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. You, know? you don't want to confuse them. No, no. So you okay. might have others, extras around wearing helmets and all that sort of stuff, but the rugby league players aren't. Yeah, yeah. And then because it's such a, you know, gladiatorial game, yeah. you know, one advance retreat, advance sure, retreat. Sure, sure, sure. You know. But it's they, got, they, they, they uh, I don't know, come across a, uh, I don't know, a machine gun nest or something. Oh, machine gun nest. And they, they, they get involved, yeah. get in, tackle everyone and, you know. Well, remember Andrew G's granddad yes. took out 23 machine gun nests with the he length did. of rope. He did. In the first big show. He did. 
He did. No, rugby league, it's got it all, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And so if that could be professionally filmed and packaged into, you know, 30-second promos or what have you, oh, that I you could filter through the interview that oh. Hugh and uh, and Russell are doing on, uh, say, uh, the Rachel Maddow show. Can I ask, and I know the news is pressing and I agree with all of that, <laughs> but the whole film would be shown or the whole feature would be shown on, say, Netflix? Across oh, the America. documentary yeah, would be sorry. on, on yeah. one of those big, huge streaming services. Yeah. Yes, of course. Mm. Of course. Um, I, 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 I can only see win-win-win here, HG. You know, know, rugby you. league, bigger than war, bigger than America. <laughs> Space. It's the final frontier and Australia is on its way to Saturn in the Jedinac Orbiter once we stop bludging on the blind side. Uh, yes, welcome back to Bludging on the Blind Side. If you want to get involved with the show, text number 0467920222, or the old style way, royandhg at abc.net.au. And the following people have, Roy. Uh, yes, they have, HG. Uh, now, uh, just on the uh, text here, yes. um, uh, I noticed that... Um, uh, There's not been a pile on about me being honest. Is no, there? no pile on at this stage, but I'm expecting it. Now, Jim uh, at Watsonia is wondering: uh, Would the South and Manly players have diplomatic immunity? Well, they would if they were ambassadors, wouldn't they? Well, they would. It, it, would they be able to get a bag in and out without somebody looking at it? Is I guess that what so. He means? Yeah, that's what he means. Uh, he doesn't mean that they could go over there and cause mayhem and not be punished for it. Uh, I think the latter. Yeah. Well, remember, of course, the rugby league has very. Tight rules about bringing the game into disrepute. Into disrepute, yeah. And yeah. that would be in Australia, obviously. I think the Americans don't know very... What it's like in America. No. Well, don't, they don't, don't turn know. on eggshells over there. No, they don't. Uh, now, uh, Tom is saying, I used to respect Hugh Jackman, but I learned today that he's a Manly fan. Uh, now, uh, James at Condo says, uh, been driving around the farm looking for service. Um, and Eureka, he says, I did see the Storwell gift on TV. He said it was like a blast from the past, 70s style. Bruce and Richo did commentary and found out that Richo was the 1993 winner of the gift. What? He says he thought Jason was only a horse expert. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? So well, it was on free to and we missed it. Why didn't they promo it? I don't know. I mean, Why I mean... were there... You know, billboards and stuff that you see when you're driving around. Like on the back of a cab. Yes. Or some of those electronic billboards, which are great. They, they are say, great at bus say, stops. Oh, well, at, at AFL fixtures yes. and so on. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good to news that somebody saw it. Mm. We've only got one person who saw it. Yeah, one, one person and enjoyed it. <laughs> now, Tony from Boondle Wetlands says, I was saddened to hear of Racing Victoria's unsuccessful attempts to promote racing in schools. Schools, yes. As reported in your last bludging podcast, my five-point schools plan for your consideration, punning as part of primary school curriculum. Well, we've been advocating this for a long time. Punning as part of primary school. I like that. Part, part of the curriculum, yeah. yeah. curriculum, yeah. No. Well, you wrap it into maths, easy enough. No, well, what's no, 10 to 1, kids? Hands up. Geography. Yep. Name your top five tracks. That's right. History, why are there two race courses so close together in Brisbane? I've, I, that baffles me. Baffles me. At school speech nights, free punting vouchers could be handed out to prize winners. Yes, 
scholarships to attend the new Scone Equine Centre of Excellence established by Racing New South Wales. Yeah, that, no, that could good. be good. Why yeah, not no. a school excursion? Well, a, a camp, you know. Somewhere. A camp for a week. Yeah, near the horses at Scone. Mm. Yeah. All kids offered free travel and admission to the Big Three as part of every school excursion program, the Melbourne Cup, the Everest and the Magic Millions. That's inspired. Free ice creams for kids as they leave the exit gates after a horror day on the punt. Mm. All right. Well, they're very good ideas. And Valandis would be making note of those as we speak. Yeah, yes, he, he definitely would. Uh, listen to your show the last two weeks. We have discussed the idea of rugby league-themed married at first sight. It's got me thinking. <laughs> Good. This is Neil from Highvale. Uh, the deal Channel 9 have struck with the NRL for broadcast rights is a substantial financial commitment, and I don't think they have been leveraging the potential of this deal. What about the uh, maths NRL-themed show was expanded across more nine brands? Mm-hmm. Picture this Friday night of broadcasting. First at 5, 5pm, it's Antiques Roadshow where people bring in rugby league antiques for valuation and review. Yes, I think we've mentioned this. And this does get a look in at some television coverage of rugby league. Yeah. Then at 5.30, Who Wants to Be a Blower? Hosted by Eddie Maguire. Yeah, that'd be great. This show tests refs' knowledge of the game. Example, if the halfback was standing on their 90-metre line and kicked the ball well down the field going dead in the opposition 33 metres, is that A, a 40-20, B, 6 again, C, 20-40, D, 10 minutes in the sin bin. Ding, ding. <laughs> then into the nightly news, followed still by a current affair, but this is hosted by a member of the NRL Integrity Unit, covers stories of the week, such as who's stepping on whose shoes, investigation into where the royalties of the NRL products are paid to and so forth. Yeah, no, Plenty great. of stories. <laughs> No end of stories. Next, roll into the Friday night footy and finish the night with an episode of Eye of the, Eye of the Storm. Wow, that is electrifying. That is terrific work. That is great ideas. That, that, yeah. that, that's great flow programming. Yes. You know, yes. Sneesby, are you listening? Uh, and you've got that dry powder of the block by yeah. rugby league players. Oh, yes. You've got yeah, especially uh, demolition. Oh, demolition. Demolition shows. You know, oh. who can bring a house down faster? You know, the West Tigers or... The storm Grenada. or yeah, the storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> Armed with nothing, just your hands. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. And no helmet. Mm. And show that to the Americans. Wait, there you go, no helmet. <laughs> Tim from Copenhagen. Oh, the Scandinavian yeah. connection awakes. <clears throat> he says, listening to HG's confusion over the controversial AFL umpire descent rule, I have to admit it has me befuddled too. Oh, well, You're not alone, HG. No, no, good. I tried to look it up in the AFL 2022 laws of the game. <laughs> Imagine my amazement to find it doesn't exist. Neither the rule nor, e- nor even the word dissent. The only thing close is paragraph 19.1, about 50 metre penalties being awarded for unsportsmanlike behaviour. Yeah, that's true. That's completely different to dissent, though. Which leaves the interpretation of unsportsmanlike <laughs> entirely up to the umpire's cabal. Since when was disagreeing with an umpire unsportsmanlike? Well, quite. You know, is it not the very core of the Australian sporting spirit to question authority? Didn't our Anzacs die in the hills of Gallipoli and in the mud of Kokoda for the right of every Australian footy player, irrespective of code, to flap his or her arms about and yell, what the hell were you thinking, ump? Shouldn't we be encouraging dissent, not trying to stomp it out? Do we want to be a nation of do-gooding robots all marching to the drumbeat of rule makers and whistle tooters without asking, why the heck should I? Your thoughts. Wow. 
They, See, the they, nation uh, treading on eggshells. Exactly. And now, now AFL players have got to tread <clears throat> on eggshells even while they're playing. Can I point out that last night in the St Kilda v Giants game, yeah. within 30 seconds of the game being underway, yes. I think it was St Kilda player raised the arms. Got pinned? No. Nothing. Nothing? No, nothing. Nothing. So sometimes and raising your arms is not showing dissent, other times it is. Can I point out also, as I did in my opening comments, yeah. that uh, it's the incident slightly before the need to raise the arms that is the baffling bit, ah. as in what is holding the ball, what is in the back, yeah, right. you know, etc. Well, well, that's, twas ever thus. I know, ever thus. So you've got to come to another philosoph- philosophical position rather than the all the players, just all they want to do is get out there and dissent the umpire rulings. Yeah. Now, uh, this has come from Pat. Mm-hmm. Pat from Brisbane, just want to get your thoughts on how the Titans must be feeling. Cam Smith has said that he feels personally let down by the Titans. Oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Reading the comments below, I think he's feeling anxious that he put a bet on them at the start of the season to finish in the top six, and now he feels as though he might not get paid out. I was thinking, if I'm a Titans player or coach, am I now going to try harder to make sure that Cam's bet gets over the line? What do, what's the quote that he that he feels as though okay. alludes to this particular predicament? These, he these are Cam's comments. Okay, I back the Titans to finish top six, <laughs> but they're letting me down. The boys, they'll do it. They just can't seem to pull the full put the full eighty minutes together. Smith said the Titans round round six loss left him feeling as though they were running out of steam. He's controversial, Cam, isn't he? He not At the start of the year, their first halves were pretty good. And then they were falling away a bit. Last week, they just didn't turn up. It was 26-4 at half-time to Manly, he said. Anytime Manly were down at their end and the Titans were defending their own try line, as if they had just said, boys, come on through, score some points. They need to show some resolve and a bit more resilience. We're on their try line to turn teams away. These are all Cam's thoughts. Well, it's not all doom and gloom. No, no. Now he says, uh, "Sorry, Pat says, could this uh, could this even be um, a segment on the eye of the storm? And should other league team legends now also start declaring which sides in the NRL are letting them down in terms of not helping them win their bets or multis? Done in the right way, this could be used as possible motivation for struggling teams. It's not a bad idea, is it? <laughs> I mean, the Titans must be thinking, must be all the talk in the dressing room. Cam's Cam's written us off." Yeah, or... Cam was our big supporter at the start of the year. Yeah, yeah Cam thinks we're going all right. Yeah. Cam doesn't think we're going all right anymore. Oh. What's going wrong? Coach? Yeah. Could I... Is could Cam I... right? We've yeah. got to defend yeah, better? Have... Yeah, defend better. <laughs> yeah, just half time. Uh, now, look, can I suggest that the knowledge of the bet would be a great help here? I mean, if Cam's put $5 on, yeah. I think the team thinks, well, you know, idiot. Yeah, right. But if you've put 50000 on, yeah. then I think they think, oh, he must have had some idea of something. Mm. <laughs> we just can't see it yet. Yeah. But uh, they Do you think Cam at the Eye in the Storm, when he's doing his show, should fess up? Is it in the public interest for us to know how much money he put on the Titans to get into the top six? Well, I think it's an excellent question and one I think which, the public has a... Do you, well, I was going to say... The public need to know. Can I just say, he comes out, he says, quotes that bit that I quoted about... People lie. I don't lie. I put 50000 on the Titans to finish top six. Yeah. Well, there you are. Imagine. People are going to think, oh, what an idiot. (laughs) After snaring a tight four points in a top-of-the-table clash, do you like to relax with a large one? 
why not meet friends and family at the Feathered Trouser Bar? It's a top hole for bludgers on the blind side. Roy, coming back to the issue of this match in America, yep. and I know we've raised this because you and I feel as though Magic Round really isn't that magical. Mm-hmm. And I think we come up to Magic Round in the first, it can't be the first week, but early in May. Yeah. Uh, yep. Traditionally early in May. Yep. And you in the past have suggested they play all of Magic Round in America because yes. it would be magical. It would. Uh, you know, all these matches of rugby league, you yeah. couldn't, you know, yeah. get around America without bumping into somebody connected with the It'd rugby league. It'd just be everywhere. Everywhere. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now, I'm just wondering if an item that I had slated for multicultural round, which didn't get the attention it deserved this year, I don't think, yeah. would be to find out if the Fox mm-hmm. is faster than Jason Saab. Oh, what now, a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Last year, there was a little separating uh, the Fox and Jason Saab in their quest to be crowned NRL's fastest person. Mm. And according to the Telstra tracker, the dog's recruit took out the top spot after being clocked with the highest speed of 38.1 kilometres per hour, pipping Saad, who only managed to, to pass the uh, the point of measurement at 38 kilometres oh, okay. per hour, yeah. so point 0.1. Okay. But that point 0.1 well, could have been... that's an interesting way of looking at it. You're not measuring distance, you just me- measure... Absolute, Absolute speed. speed. He might arrive there in the first step. Yeah. Now, that'd be something that, say, Steve Colbert or uh, in the old days, Johnny Stewart would have loved to have had on their they show. They would. They would. And I, I think that we could build that into a bit of a package by everybody putting up their fastest runner, yes. match race style. Yes. You know, obviously we'd start off with Rabbit v. Yeah, Seagull, sure. but go through the whole thing and eventually coming to a final, which you would hope that's would right. have uh, right. obviously Jason see, what, what and I would Josh. Like, well, what I'd like to see, Major, see, rugby leagues, it's about explosive speed. Yes, correct. Speed off the mark. Mm-hmm. You know, just be able to create, create something. You see a gap, there it is, you're through. Mm. Mm. That's right. So, ah, yes. what I want to measure is acceleration. Not so much speed, but acceleration. Well, hang on. How quickly do you get to top speed? Hang on a minute. What You're suggesting you? within one or two steps? Well, that would oh, be brilliant. I, I, the I Americans would be fascinated by that. No shoulder pads, no No helmet. shoulder pads, no helmet. Just speed. And blinding speed acceleration. Uh, now, could I suggest that we have three basic competitions? Yeah. Acceleration is one of them. Yes. Top speed or Top maximum speed, speed yes. which may be part of the acceleration package. We yep. don't know. Yep. And, and a then 100 distance. metres. Exactly. A measured distance. Yeah. The length of the field. Sure. Now... Talk about a glamour event. The only thing that would worry me would be it would overwhelm rugby league, which mm. would look a bit plain <laughs> by comparison. Right. But then you've got the film to back it up. Yes. I'm not sure what the film's going to be called. This is the North v South, the Civil War. Yeah. Well, you're talking about the docu- documentary. Well, See, I, with the filming, I just thought they were going to do ads. Ah. Just ads, you know. Right. Okay. 30 seconds ad at yeah. Guadalcanal. Americans look at that. Oh, wow! Look, what, what was that? <laughs> yeah, and then the documentary then is a yeah. documentary about the build-up to these two teams coming to America. I and, suppose so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I what I had was a, a sustained bit of work mm. featuring the stars of rugby league right. as the stars of the North and the South. I mean, I can't Robert E. Lee. Oh yeah. You know Abraham Lincoln. I might be miles off the no, historical no, no, you're figures. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody would play them. Sure. Ah. But it is an elaborate uh, construct, I agree. It is, and 
apart from the Burgess boys, very few have acting genuine, credits, yeah, no, genuine acting credits. But, uh, and you don't want to expose them. No. You know? No, that's true. So maybe... maybe but the, in a short a grab, a short yeah, ad. No, I, just, I understand. Just a, I understand. And you yeah. can film that over and over again. Oh, yeah, until you, you get know, it right. Times. Yeah, you get something true. you cut together, you know, what? Bang! But is Johnny... Sorry, is... Um, Suddenly machine gun nest. Yeah. It's ours. Yeah. <laughs> Holding aloft the machine gun. Mm, that's right. Dressed in paramedic gear. Dressed in paramedic gear, yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Everyone else in helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joey Johns' mate, yeah. he makes the doco, the hard-hitting doco. Well, I suppose about, so, because he's got runs on the board, yeah. hasn't he, as a documentary yeah. man. He, he's not an ad person. No. He hasn't no. made ads. We, we'd have to go to, you, I don't know who does yeah, the, the ads. Sarchi, do they do ads still? Oh, they would. The Sarchis probably do, yeah. Yep. Some aspect of Sarchis that make sure. ads for you. sure. Uh, international feel, international well, we flavour. Sneesby knows some gun commercial people. Yeah, people and he'd have the money. Ads. Yes. Now, new tack. The NRL could bank an extra twenty million a year in betting taxes from legalised sports wagering in the US if it, as it forges ahead with plans for Americans to be gambling on rugby league matches by the end of the year. That's brilliant. Now you can see where this is going. Mm. They've got to see something of what they're going to bet on. Yeah. I mean, Americans love betting on anything. Well, as much as Australians? Oh, easily as much oh, as Australians. Oh, okay. you know, they're very, very keen on I had no getting idea. involved. Right. Getting involved. Okay. So what happens here is is that uh, they, I think Americans, though, would like to know mm. that there was a team called, say, the Balmain Tigers, yes. and they did actually play and where they were where they were positioned in the current rankings, mm-hmm. roughly. Yep, yep. Uh, then you'd have to worry about the Titans and... You might be able to get Cam Smith to say, well, I bet 50000 on the Titans to finish top six. All that yes. Stuff. That, that, do you understand what I mean? I do. So you're expanding the idea away from the I simple do. fact. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Or, or you, you, you get, uh, you know, a, a, a winner to do a promo that's beamed into America on, on television, you know, someone uh, saying, you know, I, I've just won, uh, you know, $2.4 because I, I had Balmain West Tigers to win by one point in the last minute. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. You'd have a same-day multi. Same-day multi. Yeah. You can bet with mates. <laughs> well, they haven't encountered that concept. Do they understand is... betting with mates? No, they don't. Do they understand what a mate is? Can I? <laughs> and the Ned's level. Remember, yeah. let's not yeah, forget yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is the idea. Now, I see this assault on America, mm. no pads, no helmets, etc. Sure. as being grist to this punting mill. Yes. Now, the Commission Chairman, the well-known Peter Volandis, has outlined the potential of a massive revenue boost from the rapidly growing US betting market. Now, why people, if it's US rapidly growing, that's great, but I still don't get the connection between them and rugby league, and that's the bit we've got to work on. Yeah, how, how does people betting on rugby league in America help rugby league financially? I don't get that. They have to pay a license Royalty, this is me guessing, right. a licensed royalty to do it. Oh, do they? Uh, I bet you there's a lot of what we call, uh, you know, black book betting. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, on rugby league already, thousands and thousands of millions of dollars would be changing hands every week. Yeah. Uh, so what we can get to, the role of bookmakers in sport is polarising opinion as the Rabbitohs and Bulldogs announced they would be the first NRL teams to no longer accept sponsorship money from betting companies. The NRL's push into America is, is uh, you know, as a gathering pace, they're yeah. going to have to want to advertise with Australian teams that you can get a bet on in America. Right. I think points bets, not points bets, uh, Lotto Land was the start of that. Oh, okay. 
in the right, old days. Right. So is Lotto Land still? No, no, they're not allowed anymore. No, they. Got what about Bet Three Six Five? They're great. Actually, oh, could, they're they great. Sponsor, oh, could they sponsor? Like they could sponsor the anybody like it. Well, as you see, you've got your Shark Park now called Points Bet Stadium. Points Bet. Yeah, points bet. Yeah, and I think are they, they good points bet. They're incredible. They're, they're can you bet with mates? You can <laughs> points bet. Now the code has never earned more money from domestic betting taxes. The rapid growth has helped underpin the NRL's forty-three million dollars surplus last year, and it's intent on tapping into the American market. Right. And this is where, where it gets a bit weird because mm. are these teams yeah. going over there? You know, the rabbits and the uh, seagulls <laughs> going over there to foster what? An interest in rugby league, or to just let people know there's gambling available. These options are available. Well, You're both. Never... They, they, they can t- they can you know walk and chew gum at the same time. You know, yeah. there's no reason with all of these interviews that uh, Russell and Hugh are giving that uh, they couldn't reinforce the gambling message as well as the excellence of the brutality message. <laughs> That's true. I think it has potential. But, uh, but but you'd have to you know get get your. Uh, you know, whoever you're, Stephen Colbert's, you'd have to get them to ask the question, you know, towards the end of the interview, he might say, well, and can I put a bet on this? Perfect. To which Perfect. you and Russell say, well, of course you can. Yeah. Do you think we're yeah. silly? Yeah. Now, I think it has potential to become one of the really big revenue generators for the game. Yes. Oh, mm. This is Yes. I think if done right... Mm. They'll love the game and we can lo- also look at doing it in conjunction with taking the game to the United States. There we go. We're back. We've rounded yeah. the circle. Yeah. We want to get it done right and it has to be done intelligently along alongside our vision. I'm not sure what their vision is. Well, that would be the ad shot at Guadalcanal. True. Now, basketball is the number one sports betting product in Australia. Yep. Is it? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Because it has so many exotic bets. We're hoping we can start sometime this year and we've got a number of partners we're talking to. Oh. Manly's major sponsor, PointsBet, which also has naming rights for Shark Park, as we mentioned, has aggressively immersed itself in the American market and uses retired NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Golf influencers Paige Spurnak to oh, promote yes. its services. Both are ideal celebrities to sell NRL to the American audience. Ah. So they've worked it out. Okay. Would someone like Luke Longley, who's well known in the United States, or maybe Ben Simmons? Well, or would, did Andrew Gaze play in America? No, he played in, mainly in Greece. Mainly in Europe. Europe, yeah. 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 Ben Simmons, yeah, I hadn't thought ben of Ben Simmons, Simmons. Yeah. Uh, we'd have to approach him. Well, we'd go through Paddy Mills, I think, who's good mates with him now. It might be his captain in his new team. So Paddy Mills could talk to Ben Simmons, although I don't know how popular Ben Simmons is in America at the moment because didn't he dud the last team he was with or something, refuse to play for them or something, now, had to be paid out? Uh, yeah, all that's all true. That. He somehow lost his skill of putting it in the in the net. Yes. Now, Delavadova. Oh, yeah, yeah, Delavadova, yeah. I'm not sure where he's uh, where he's. Well, he hasn't been in good form for a while no, now. but he was the person who brought rugby league to basketball, bumping people and, you know, diving that's around true. and stuff like that. That's true, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But Luke Longley, who might be a very good friend and might have played with Air Jordan, could that be right? Uh, possibly. That's going back a bit, though. Well, well, if you get Air Jordan on side, I mean, imagine Air Jordan talking up rugby league uh. and wanting to bet on Well, that could happen uh. if we go through Luke Longley. Okay, so we go Paddy Mills, Luke Longley, <coughs> Air Jordan, rugby league, here we are. I know. And... 
Asked whether the NRL could expect to reap as much as $20 million in product fees from the United States. Imagine the turnover required to generate $20 million, though, in, yeah. in fees and royalties. Yep. Each year, once established, global media and sports principal Cole Smith said, I actually think if they get it uh, to work, mm. it could be significantly bigger than that. Okay. I think it, it tacit in this is we've got to get it in. We've schools. got to get it to work. And into schools. Into American schools. Into American schools, yeah. Ooh, that's a thorny one. Well, I think that's the big yeah. unknown frontier because I think Australian schools, mm. they're sort of interested but not completely on board. Yeah. Can I put it that way? Mm. Now, the growth of sports betting in America is so huge and a lot has been taken away from illegal services. Mm. It's not like America haven't been doing sports betting. It's the short time since they started wagering has been has been massive in New York, for example, so spot betting. Mm-hmm. Now, coming okay. to that, can I raise a separate issue, yes. which is the NRL is set to allow a controversial proposal allowing Melbourne Storm players to invest in an online betting agency owned by the boss, Matt Tripp and News Corp. This what is Rupert Bet. Great I idea. I know. I know. <clears throat> I so know. the players Okay. Own. Own a betting company mm-hmm. and presumably that company allows betting on Them. the storm. <laughs> this is a tight fit, HG. Uh, isn't no. It doesn't get tighter. Never mind the... Uh, Are other clubs going to start forming their own online betting services? Well, they should. <laughs> Could Greater Western Sydney Giant Grub of the Year, Toby Green, be on the lurk near you? Download the app that lets you know where TG is 24-7 and stay safe. This public service is brought to you by Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, Brad from Oxley has been in touch as she on the TG says, I watched The Gift. I even had a bet to support the TAB. I lost, as there was no form provided to make an informed decision. As Roy said, you can't go on the handicap. No, no. Uh. Now, can I um, ask about the shares in this punting conglomerate being put together by the Storm and uh, News Limited? Yeah. Uh, there are a few questions here. It, it, it had been suggested to the newspaper, that's Sneesby's lot, that buying into Tripp's betting company could help lock up futures of Cameron Munster, Harry Grant and Jerome Hughes, who have been circled by the Dolphins, but Tripp denies that they do this. In other words, use a parcel of shares as, a, a, as an inducement. Uh, well, that would have salary cap implications, wouldn't it? Of course it? it would. And so what they have to do is they have to... Uh, Sully Crap ordered already told the Storm and Trip the players cannot promote the company and must provide proof they are buying the shares, not the club. In other words, shares in the wagering operator cannot be used as an enticement to sign players. Your point. Oh, okay. There's been no commitment from anyone because nothing has been set in stone. I haven't even got the betting agency operator at the moment. Now, should players be shareholders in companies that take wages on matches in which they play? Yeah, well, that's the question, isn't it? That's what she said. Mm. We sort of need – could they – could we set up some sort of blind trust, HG? Didn't – Was it – uh, Christian Porter. Christian Porter set up a blind That seemed to trust. work really well. Well, that worked enormously well because you're at arm's length. Yeah, that's right. Aren't you? Now, Munster, earlier this year, lay bare his chronic gla- gambling addiction. Right. After checking himself into rehab during the off-season, he admitted 
to locking himself in toilet cubicles in the dressing room before matches so he could bet on and lost as much as 50000 in a day. Okay. The partnership between Trip and News Corp could be online within a matter of months, mm-hmm. allowing the new platform Rupert Bet to build a market share before the spring racing carnivals, obviously, and the finals in the NRL and the AFL. Well, that's a, that's a sobering story. Isn't it? It is we, we don't like hearing those sorts of stories of gambling addiction. You know, it could put people off. Oh. But imagine it's, this person has actually got that money to lose. Yes. Well, yeah. you may not have that money to lose, but you mm. know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Uh, so is that gambling addiction being addressed with, with Munster? Is he okay now? Is he... I, look, I've got no update and on how he's going. how's it going to impact upon him <clears throat> buying shares now in a, a gambling well, online didn't we platform? Ha- I don't know. And then the dogs yeah. uh, and somebody else refused to have uh, anything to do with this. I mean, how's it going to... How- well, the dogs haven't got anything. Well, who cares if the dogs are involved or not? It's just a storm, isn't it? Yeah, no, 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 storm. no. no. Yeah, storm. They're not relying on the dogs buying shares because the dogs aren't going to buy shares in the storm. <laughs> are they? that. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Although they'd be mad if they didn't. <laughs> There's a new noise in rugby league cheese this season. Try the creamy Tamalolo Brie or the fruity Cronk Gorgonzola from the master Melbourne cheesemaker, Jesse Bromwich. Details at your nearest league cheddar outlet on Bludging on the Blind Side. And in news from Point Bet Stadium uh, this week... uh, No, which is that Shark Park? Shark Park, yeah, Shark Park. What a match the other night. They've unearthed just some dynamite players there. And, you know, uh, are you revising your, you know, punting position with regard to the Sharks and the... Well, Fitzgibbon's it, turning them around, isn't mm. he? I mean, he's really... Uh, and th- th- as you say, they've unearthed this uh, centre that mm. Freddie's very interested in for State of Origin. I know, I get that. Now, the, one of the bosses down there, Metzatesta, mm-hmm. described in an article in the Murdoch Press as he may not be everybody's cup of tea. Who? Make of that what you will. Who? This Metzatesta. Tessa, oh. uh, this is the, the boom centre, is it? No, 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 no. This is one of the uh, Cronulla boss, Dino oh. uh, Metzatesta. Uh, you know, he, I was just going to develop a couple of points oh, about right. why that thing turned I, I, I've around. never met the bloke. No, uh, no, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no. I have no opinion of him whatsoever. Anyway. Except that whoever got Craig Fitzgibbon there did the right thing. Correct. Now, it's been hard to ignore what he's done in the Sharks in his short time in charge. Now, this is uh, sort of countering Sneesby's inaction. In, 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 in coming weeks, he's expected to secure funding from the state government for upgrades at Point Spet Stadium. Mm-hmm. Now, this won't surprise because the current Prime Minister is a mad Sharks fan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So upwards of $50 million, if you listen to the the, um, the tea leaves, yes. uh, it could be available. That, where this money comes from, I'm never sure, but anyway. It doesn't matter. It's The, the money is there. It's yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, well, it could be. Yep. Uh, that's enough for a – wait for it. A centre of excellence. <sighs> And a few other improvements to the Sharks' home ground. I'm not sure what exactly the few other improvements. I'd like to see a, a good um, sourdough bakery down there. Mm. Uh, I'd like to see somebody who is doing something with cheese. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a, a place where you could get a suit measured before the yes, game. Yes, yes. And uh, I'd love to see a few bidets put in the toilets. <laughs> that would be a point of difference, wouldn't it? 
be a different experience it for would, people. You know, it? that's right. Something you could really sell. <laughs> now, we might come to that. Why do you raise time. the bowel counter? Yes, issue. Message. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, we're very pro, you know, people being aware of the bowel cancer. Bowel cancer, yes. Mm. Now, yeah, yeah, as you say, it's the number one bloody killer, I think, at the moment. Second number. Second, second number. Yeah, second. Number, number two. Well, it's number still two. a bugger, and yeah. it's easy if you get on top of it. I know. Because yeah. you, the government, for nothing, sends you a bloody Packet. bag yeah, and you yeah. just stick a bit of the stuff out of your date on the, uh, into a vial, yeah, and off it and goes. Off, send, put in the mail, and then, and then they, they come back with a box tick saying you're all tickety boo, no bowel cancer, or see a doctor now, <laughs> don't they? That's right, Roy. That's right. Now, now is Point I, Bet Stadium with this fifty million? Are they going to put in uh, B days? No, well, well, sort of a, a bowel testing kit that you can do yourself for every member. For every member. Every year. Every year. So you sign up and you get the bowel testing kit. Yeah. That's an excellent idea. Mm. That's an excellent idea. And is the face of that going to be Dino? Yes. I'd like to think Dino, you know, on the television. Sure. I, hello, everyone. I'm Dino from... Yeah, and know. I want you to think about your bowels. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Climate change. Global pandemic. World War Three. Thank God there is still Rugby League. And bludging on the blind side. Yes, so look, this 50 million upgrade for a centre of excellence. Now, how many centres of excellence and is excellence transferable? You know, when Penrith had it all those years ago, they had a centre of excellence and they produced a really good team. They did. They did. It's worked. Yeah. It's really worked. What's happened to the West Tigers Centre of Excellence at Concord Oval? Well, that's a very good question. That seems to have somehow. Uh, I know being, there were some issues with the dem- demolition and there was. Uh, the photos of people, historical people on the floor, and I think yeah. Campo found them, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Look, I can't help you there, but I tell yeah. you what to make a great tour would be to tour rugby league centres of excellence. I wouldn't ever. And to see what they're all doing right. Yes. And make some notes about where they it, might be able to Is the Manly one completed yet? I don't think so. I no. don't think they've got the money for that yet. Haven't as they? In, as in, sorry, they might have the money, but they haven't even, you know, right. obviously started. And yeah. that's meant to be alongside, I think, um, the former Lotto Land. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And how much did they get? They 20 or 30 mil or something for I that? I think so. Good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Good. Look, this is... Um, I don't know about the Cronulla thing. Storm got a centre of excellence? Oh, yeah, Storm would have got the first Storm one. Storm probably had, they probably invented the idea, the concept. I would say so. Yeah. It's a bit of an old-fashioned idea is now, it? isn't it? Well, right. what I mean is the game moves on at such a great rate yeah. that excellence, everybody's got excellence now. Mm. They've got a centre to prove it. Yeah. What we need to do is see, say, in the Titans, Kate, more yeah. evidence that there's some go forward up front. Sure. To pick up. No, look, I, I imagine a centre of excellence, HG. You, you, you've got a lot of uh, gym equipment. You've got a lot of punching bags. You've got a lot of full-length mirrors. Videos. You've got open windows. You've got, you Meeting know, rooms. terrific cup of coffee, yeah. whatever you like it. You've got those energy drinks in a fridge nearby. You, 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 you're right. You've got conference area and huge medical, video screens. You can medical. call up any match, play it anywhere at any time, just yeah. at the, you know. Touch of a tough, button. Touch of a button. Medical facility. Yeah, you can get your fat tested, your, 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 your date tested, your bowels tested, your eyes tested, your teeth fixed. You know, that all, you've got staff there, doctors, professors. Anyone. You know what I mean? Now, can I ask, <laughs> is that for just the players or is that for ordinary yes, people? Yes, it's just for the players. Right. No ordinary people. Oh, no. 
Come on. There you go. Well, you know, I think the the Labor Party's interest in putting medical centres around the place, and I just mm. thought, well, maybe in the downtime, oh, yeah. these centres of rugby league excellence could become medical centres. Well, they could. Yes, but they, they could. They could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. How much is the downtime? Aren't these centres of excellence being used all the time? Isn't mm. rugby league these days a sort of 365-day-a-year Operation, job? yeah. I suppose so. I hadn't thought of it quite like that, but you're absolutely right. And with your betting, will you be able to get exotics? You know, I think this is what, uh, you, oh, know, yeah. you know, your Maltese and your mm. sort of your weird exotics, you know, mm. tigers by one, you know, three underpants taken off, streaker, all mm. that sort of stuff. Will that be part of the package? I assume so. You mean part of the package for the Americans? Yeah. To get involved yeah. in? I, I assume see, so. Take, I take so. the. I, I assume people made a lot of money on a, somebody running on with a flare the other day. Yes. Or the person, at a certain time. Yeah, that's right. And the streaker yeah. as well. They would have made an absolute fortune on those because they're rare things. Yes. But will we include them, mm. or is it just going to be store, scores and who gets them? Well, I hope it's more than scores and who so gets do I. them. I think there, that's there's been a lot of uh, an outbreak of uh, players being pantsed recently. There has. There now, has. Sometimes your player will have underpants on that are of a certain colour. Mm-hmm. Now, you could have a bet on saying, you know, one of the players is going to expose a green pair of underpants this week. You get a really good odds on that. So, And your multi. Your at, multi is. At four, the 14 east, minimum. East by yeah. 10. Green underpants. At the 14 minute mark. Yeah. Wow. Now you're talking. Now I'm starting. Yep. And 87 people to get their bowels tested (laughs) during the game. Now, is that going to be part of it? You can get your bowel checks during the game? Is that where we're going with it? That's where we're going. We're going to be community facility minded. We're not just going to be take, 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 take. We're going to put something back. Give something back. Right, and that'll be all available. They'll because, all be available because of punting money. Because of punting money, yes. Yeah. Now I know we're getting towards the end of the show, but I just want to emphasise the thing about getting younger people involved. Mm. Younger people involved. I think that's why Singo yes. has got involved in the world's richest harness race. He sees this as a, uh, you know, a, a love that this race is for Australian horses. It's not yeah. the Melbourne Cup, an invitational race, and I believe it's going to be bigger than the Golden Slipper. It might start with one race, but look at the Magic Millions, the Everest, he thinks it's going to get, and it's also going to attract younger uh, younger people to a glamour sport, which right. is sadly in the doldrums a bit. Well, I mean, you, I don't know if you're uh, the last time you've no, been... No, I was going to say the last time a kid came up to me and wanted to talk harness racing. Oh, man, it's been a long time. <laughs> It and has. you know your harness racing. I mean, you yeah. go back to uh, Pale Face Adios. Pale Face Adios, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. whole yeah. Tamora story Condo and all that. Grattan. Yeah, I mean. that whole great but See, there was a time when you could stop a kid in the street any, any time and name say, your top name your top ten yeah. harness yeah. jockeys. <laughs> they could give you a name, you know. Oh, two. <laughs> They'd yeah. go yeah, through them, little mm. eyes would light up. I mean, those days are gone. Is there something intrinsically wrong with it? Or do you think Singo's on the... <laughs> I think... Well, I, I just wish Singo all the best. Yeah. If he can... If Singo... If anyone can get kids yeah, talking about true. harness racing, it's going to be Singo. Yeah. I mean, he remember... He invented KFC. Yeah. So people wouldn't that. think it was fried. <laughs> and I tell you one thing. I bet you it takes on a lot of the elements of 
you know, fun again. Mm. You know, horses jumping through yeah. sheets of flaming cardboard, all the old things, you yeah. know, yep. sort of funny races, you know, yeah. best float, you know, all that sort of stuff, best costume. Oh, look. It, the, it writes itself. It, really. it does write itself. And what I used to love about it, HG, is that, you know, they called it the Red Hots. Mm. Everybody For, knew. Everybody knew yeah. because everyone knew who was going to win and everyone won. <laughs> and on that cheerful note about punting, we leave you with uh, Bludgy on the Blind Side this week. Look, the podcast will be available in a little while. If you missed the show, want to go back and check, you know, did he really Facts. say that? Facts. <laughs> How honest were they? Did they do any taunting, <laughs> etc.? Then you can dial that up for yourselves. In the meantime, we'll be back next week with more of the same. Stay well, bludgers, and we'll see you when we bludge on the blind side once again. Bye now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.